Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. New numbers out from California's Attorney General's Office show a more than 20% increase in hate crimes in the state between 2021 and 2022, with more than 2,100 recorded incidents last year. Reported hate crimes targeting Black people had the sharpest rise. There were also big increases in crimes against members of the LGBTQ and Jewish communities. Speaking yesterday in Los Angeles, Attorney General Rob Bonta acknowledged the numbers were grim and likely don't cap the full scope of such crimes in the state. I won't lie and I won't sugarcoat it. These are not the numbers that we wanted to see. In all likelihood, these statistics represent underreporting. There are an unknown number of other cases, not just statistics, but of people being hurt, being attacked, that we don't know about, and maybe we never will. The attorney general encourages people to report hate crimes. And looking ahead, Bonta says he hopes the upcoming presidential election doesn't stoke racial and religious animosities and that candidates act responsibly with their rhetoric. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 
The majority of Californians live in places where the supply of licensed childcare just doesn't meet the demand, and it could get worse. During the pandemic, additional federal funds helped many childcare providers stay open, but that funding is coming to an end. KQED's Amanda Stupai reports on what's at stake. Monterio sits along the Russian River, about two hours north of San Francisco. Redwood trees dominate the skyline, and a big sign that reads, Monterio, Vacation Wonderland, hangs downtown. Today is Rio Fest. There's music, food trucks, hula hoopers, and drag queens. Across from the stage, Anai Flores sits among a row of vendors. She's talking to a mom-to-be about childcare. Once you have your baby, call us and let us know that you'd like to um, set up subsidized childcare. Where do you live? She does outreach for River to Coast Children's Services, and a big part of her job is recruiting new childcare providers. You or anybody that you know is interested or already doing the care and they just need help with the licensing process, um, send them our way. We're always looking for more providers. 60% of Californians live in a childcare desert, according to a 2018 analysis by the Center for American Progress. Care is hardest to come by in rural areas of the state, like out here in western Sonoma County. The amount of providers that we have out in this area is very, 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 very slim. <laughs> um, so that makes it a little difficult to find quality childcare. Flores's work is part of California's Child Care Initiative Project. It's the state's effort to recruit and train childcare providers who operate out of their homes. The project got a big boost of $25 million from the American Rescue Plan Act, or ARPA. That money helped them open over 900 new in-home child cares and reopen nearly 450 between 2021 and 2022. Outreach workers like Flores use the funding to help providers cover startup costs. So startup materials, trainings, we're able to help them pay for the fees, like the licensing fees for their application, CPR, things like that. So that's a big help for these providers that are starting out that don't have the money to kind of pay for all these things, because at the end of the day, they do add up. But the federal funding was just a one-time investment. And with a few exceptions, agencies like the one Flores works for need to spend those funds by June 30th. Carolina Castillo-Quintero manages the Child Care Initiative project. She says the end of ARPA funds means a return to budget constraints that make it difficult to reach people. It would be beneficial to all, really, to all of California to be able to receive additional funding so that we could provide essentially more support to those who want to open up a business, to those who are interested in expanding their business, to those who are, you know, needing to, to stay open. Back at the festival, Flores is still talking to families. Her work will continue even after the federal funds end, but her reach will likely be narrowed. She might not be able to support as many new providers. That's kind of the hard part because after these funds are gone, um, the need for childcare is still going to be there. But she'll keep showing up at community events like this one. She says consistency builds trust, and that's vital to her work. For the California Report, I'm Amanda Stupai.
And that story was produced with support from the USC Annenberg Center for Health Journalism. Let's turn to the environment. San Diego County supervisors have declared a state of emergency due to the ongoing problem of pollution and sewage flowing across the U.S.-Mexico border. The board is calling on President Biden and federal and state officials to take action on the issue and remove any red tape that might hinder response efforts. The Tijuana River has polluted San Diego's county coastline and beaches for decades. In fact, the U.S. International Boundary and Water Commission has found that since 2018, more than 100 billion gallons of sewage has entered the U.S. through the Tijuana River. In recent weeks, hundreds of sea lions and more than 100 dolphins have washed up sick or dead on the beaches of Ventura and Santa Barbara counties. A toxic algae bloom off the coast is thought to be the cause. LAS science reporter Jacob Margolis has more. First, the domoic acid builds up in tiny sardines that are eating algae. Then dolphins and sea lions eat the sardines. Domoic acid then builds up in their bodies, leading to all sorts of issues, including neurological problems and death. Justin Greenman is a stranding coordinator with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. This is definitely the largest thing I've seen with marine mammals, and it's hard when uh, some of these environmental things come up and you kind of left helpless. Some of the animals that have washed up have been alive, and while sea lions can sometimes be treated, there's nothing to do for the dolphins. Things are so bad that the marine mammal centers that normally help the animals are full up across Southern California. And the problem could spread south to L.A., Orange, and San Diego counties in the coming days. That was LAist's Jacob Margolis. And that is the California Report for Wednesday, June 28th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day out there. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care, now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.com dot org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.